What's going on, guys? This is Brandon Humer from the Off the Books Podcast here with my lovely co-host, Miss Taylor. Hello, hello. We are coming to you guys today with a brand new episode, but first we wanted to just uh, let you guys know we're trying to grow our show, so if you guys could drop a link on any of your social medias. All of the social medias. All of the social medias. The medias of socials. <laughs> Just to get us out there to your friends, your family, enemies, mole people, trolls. Trolls. You know, All hobbit, the trolls. Hobbitses. Hobbitses. Yes. The damned hobbitses. Yeah. Those so, little rascals. Um, because it really helps the show. If you guys can share us, we, we, we need some help from you guys. But if you could also... Wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Google, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening, if you could drop a five-star rating, hit that follow or subscribe button, and uh, that way you can stay up to date on all of our updates that are coming out, which we've been a little sparse here recently, but our lives have been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and leave a comment if you would choose yeah. to do so. Leave a comment. Because most of our episodes do have a comment feature. Yes. But without further ado, we will get into our episode after a word from our very lovely sponsor. Boop, boop. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. (laughs) That was so low. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Boys and girls. Okay. We are back. We are back with another episode. We are wearing... St. Patrick's Day shirts. All of our green, even though it's not St. Patty's Day. No, not for like two weeks. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but there is a leprechaun luau tonight, and this is the best you guys get. I wish that we had video for this, because everything going on on my face is you ridiculous. Are, you are extra as fuck. <laughs> and if they could just see my little glasses, they're just so perfect. I can't with you. Thank you. <laughs> I just can't. It makes everything green did you invite ricky for tonight i did but he's not coming ah i enjoyed his company he is he is a great guy i thought it was really funny how we were talking to you on the phone last week and i was like okay enough about you um what did he think about me did i tell you what i thought (laughs) no oh my god you might have told your sister yeah so he he did really like you and this was the funny part so we already have friends who are like my friends are date married his friends are dating each other but both of our friends are named tyler and hannah right right so he goes on to say oh yeah uh, i really like brandon because he reminds me of my like one of my best friends uh andrew and i went oh <laughs> my god i said he has a best friend i said the one with the crazy hair is andrew but we call him andy and he goes oh my god this is just crazy and i'm like if he reminds you of your andrew and if your andrew's anything like his andrew i'm afraid <laughs> if if i remind him of his andrew then there's no way his andrew can be anything like mine that is true <laughs> but today we <clears throat> today we are getting into a book that i didn't read but it's okay <laughs> due to some things going on in my life right now i was not able to do it this no. this week unfortunately my grandmother is back in the hospital mm-hmm. so so you if know. anybody can put well wishes send and some, send some t's and p's her way yeah yeah just every every good thought that you good can vibes. muster good vibes good vibes but speaking of good vibes yes we're going with the vibe vi- the vibe stress the vibe stress this <laughs> week miss sarah j Moss. 
Heck yeah. I love this woman AKA, with all of my heart. AKA the Vibestress. <laughs> the Vibestress. So we are doing the first book in what series? I don't even know what this series is called. Throne of Glass series. Oh, it's the Throne of Glass yeah. series. We're doing the first book, Throne of Glass. Yeah. Okay. I thought so, but I was like, <clears throat> I don't fucking know. Yeah, they don't, they don't really call it. They don't have like a cool name for this series. It's just the first. Gotcha. Yeah. It's the Thog series. <laughs> Throne of Glass, Thog. <laughs> I'm a genius. Anyway. <laughs> the Thog series. Or Tog. <clears throat> no, I like Thog better. <laughs> It'd be T-O-G, Tog series. <laughs> but okay, we'll call it Thog. Oh, God. Okay. So... <clears throat> After serving out a year of hard labor in the salt mines of, I really want to say Endor, but I know that that's not it. I'm going to say Endavir. Sure. Okay. Of Endavir for her crimes, 18-year-old assassin. What is the main character's name? Selena. That's Selena? Selena, yeah. That's That's how she's, okay. Selena. So, the 18-year-old assassin Selena is dragged before the crown prince. Prince Dorian offers to f- offers her freedom on one condition. <clears throat> she must act as his champion in a competition to find a new royal assassin. Her opponents are men, thieves, assassins, and warriors from across the empire, each sponsored by a member of the king's council. If she beats her opponents in a series of eliminations, she shall serve the kingdom for four years and then be granted her freedom. But she had to work, fight, and live under an alias that she was given by the prince. Selena finds herself training in finds her training sessions with the captain of the guard, Westfall, challenging and exhilarating. But she's bored stiff by the court life. Things get a little more interesting when the prince starts to show interest in her. Gotta have some uh, romance. But it's the gruff Captain Westfall who seems to understand her the best. Then one of the other contestants turns up dead, quickly followed by another. Can Selena figure out who the killer is before she becomes a victim? As the young assassin investigates, her search leads her to discover a greater destiny than she could possibly have imagined. Ooh. That was one of the worst Chills. synopsis reads I've ever had. Yeah, but it it's okay because you also didn't... It's easy for you like when you do audiobooks because then you can hear the correct pronunciation correct. of all these things. And since you just didn't have time, it's okay. I give you an out. But bear with me for people who are like even bigger fans of this book than I am. I really love this one, but I'm still learning pronunciation. So please bear with me if I get your favorite characters and aim wrong or favorite place wrong so and, and this will be something that i i do actually plan on reading or listening mm-hmm. to this coming up week i just didn't have a chance to exactly last week. and we excuse it it is all a-okay so we begin seeing our character selena or selena however you want to say it selena selena whatever so we open up uh in her point of view uh, through the salt mines in Endavir and brought uh, to the audience with the crown prince of, um, shoot. Is, is Adelarian? Is she a wizard of Waverly Place? She is. <laughs> but, okay, the place there, uh, the prince is from Adar- Adarlin? Adarlin. 
So uh, Dorian Halivard is the crown prince who comes to see her. Oh, He's oh my darling, oh no. <laughs> my darling. <laughs> <laughs> so so he comes to see her with uh, the captain of the guard, uh, Kaol Westfall, who keeps a close eye on her, and the Duke Parrington, um, an annoying brute of a man who makes it clear that he despises her from step one. Uh, but don't be mistaken, Kaol hates her too, and he's not, but he's not the enemy, uh, nor is Dorian. So the crown prince offers Selena freedom in the following way. The king is hosting a competition to find a champion for him. A selection of noblemen are sponsoring criminals of different kinds, thieves, ex-soldiers, and assassins who are fighting for the chance to become the king's champion. For six years after the competition, they are to serve the king and do his bidding. When it comes to killing his opponents, that is. And then they are granted their freedom. If you are disqualified in the competition or training you go back to where your sponsor found you unless you're killed along the way the competition is a series of tests that cover different skills with a duel between the four remaining competitors at the end dorian offers to sponsor selena and promises that she'd be freed after five years in the king's service now she's been locked up in endovir for a year and that is uh, the average survival time of this place is only one month and has actually nearly escaped. Um, desperate for her freedom, she agrees on the one condition that she will only serve the king for three years and when, well, like when she wins. They, but they settle on four years and he, she then agrees to go with him. And he does mention that you don't just win your freedom out of this. You know, after all these years of service, he said, you also get paid along the way. So when you get finally get your freedom, you have money of your own and your your title, you know, uh, your criminal history is wiped away unless you do something else after you get freed. So they end up going to the, um, you know, his kingdom and meeting his father but she is also the most notorious assassin in the world and a lot of people don't know her face or who she is they don't even really know she's a woman so when they when they're talking he tells her that she'd go by an alias and she'd be you know just a common jewel thief because they don't want the other competitors to put a target on her back and try to kill her outside of the training so that she, you know, can basically get through and win and do what she wants to do. So Dorian is very intrigued by Selena, um, but Kaol is not really convinced from her. He's rather hostile towards her in the beginning and doesn't trust her at all. The journey back to um, a darling. <laughs> now I can only think, oh, darling, oh, darling. Anyways, so the journey back, despite all of uh, Selena's attempted conversations, uh, Kaol refuses to engage Munch. And when they finally reach a rift hold, um, Selena is given an apartment in an old stone castle, and the newer section is made of glass. 
which throne of glass name that's where they get it but she's also not a huge fan of the glass section she gets very queasy feeling when she's in there and she doesn't like being able to see the ground below her and all that stuff so kayal as the captain of the guard places several soldiers around her to watch her at all times in her new apartment uh, selena tries to make some makeshift weapons of hairpins and anything she can find now her apartment is huge for a thief, it is huge. She has her own bathroom. She has a game room. She has a dining room and then the bedroom. Um, so obviously no sharp objects were left around her because nobody trusts her. She is this huge assassin that everybody like they were lucky to catch her the first time. So she's gifted with gowns and jewelry and tailors and maids and makes sure that she looks fantastic. And when she doesn't look like she and you know make sure she doesn't look like she spent a year as a slave make sure she doesn't look like shit exactly yeah because she's i mean she's been a safe slave so she's obviously has you know whip marks on her she's very thin i mean it's it's bad so after she doesn't look like a slave and looks more like just a lady who came to visit the kingdom chaos shows her around the castle and the whole time, Selena is planning possible escape routes and until they reach the library, which Kayal is very surprised to find out that she likes to read and he doesn't let her enter without permission. He says that she needs to get permission from the crown prince or the king himself because that's his personal library. So back in her apartments, Selena writes a note to Dorian asking for permission to enter the library and shortly after... A servant respond or replies, re- replies, returns. I'm so sorry. <laughs> a servant returns with a pile of books and a note saying the um, from Dorian saying these are the books that he wants her to read. Turns out that he's quite a quite a reader himself. He said, read these books, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let me know what you think. And he even says like these are one. We're going to start that- a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to name it off the books. <laughs> So, um, and these are books that he told her in the note that he really enjoyed and really loved. So he was hoping that she would be able to enjoy that uh, as well. So through her window, she is introduced to, um, and I'm blanking on how to correctly say the name. Hold on. Caltaine is her name. A young woman who, uh, is basically placed to be Dorian's future wife. And Selena accidentally, and I say that very sarcastically, throws a pot of plants down her balcony, but it misses her and her lady friends. So all of this is happening. She meets the king and he's very dismissive of like dismissive of her. And he tells her that well, he tells all of the Oh, my goodness. All of the competitors that he will be leaving on a trip and that don't worry. You This doesn't mean you can do whatever you want and get scot-free away from everything. But he will have people telling him everything that's happening day by day. And if anything gets misaligned or anything like that, he will tell one of his guards to kill any of the competitors if he so wishes. 
Okay, I just want to pause for a second. Mm-hmm. You brought up Duke Parrington at the beginning. Yes. This is the picture of him. <laughs> this is. I'm looking at the fandom oh page of this right now and just looking at characters and the picture that they have of Duke Parrington. It's not pleasant. That's definitely he's not how built, I he's pictured built him. Like um like a rectangle. Yeah. With a square on top. <laughs> I did. You know how I pictured him. To be honest, he's built like a rhombus. <laughs> so I never pictured him like that. The way I pictured him was very like, um, I pictured him very attractive to an extent because. But gingers aren't attractive to you. No, 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 not like that. <laughs> I'm saying like, with the little with the little moustache. Yeah, off. but he's very. He's a duke. He's high up in the thing. So I figured they, you know. If they made this a show or a movie, he'd be one of the characters that were like obnoxiously good looking when they don't deserve to be because they're such an asshole, you know? You would expect them to be played by like Sean Penn. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and this is where it brings up in my notes uh, where the competitors meet the king. So later... um, Kaol takes her to see the king with the rest of the, the competitors and not surprising all of the other comp- uh, candidates and competitors are men one candidate Kane Duke Parrington, uh, Parrington's champion looks especially brutal brutal and unfriendly Selena has to from now on pretend that her name is Lillian a jewelry thief from Bellhaven the king doesn't want people to know who she is as Selena or Selena Sardothian, the notorious assassin, as she has quite a bit, uh, she's quite a bit younger than what people expected. So apparently she has a reputation. She does. <laughs> so on the way out, well, it actually going before I even get into that, going into the meeting, it was very, it was a very weird, funny kind of moment that I thought, I mean, maybe nobody else thought this, but I thought it was funny because as they're walking in, Kaol is telling her, don't look him in the eye. He will try to kill you. You're this huge assassin. And he, at this point, he's looking at any point to, or any reason to get rid of you. You know, you are a, a he threat. He can. And you are a threat. You know. Sounds like a dick. Yeah. So he's like, do not make eye contact. No matter. Don't speak. Don't. You know, you have a, a bad habit of saying what you want. You, don't do it. You know exactly what I'd be doing? staring at that motherfucker. Just eyes on him. But she does say that she is... Just give like the half smile, just eyes as wide as they can get. Just, hey. hey. What you doing, my king? Nice weather we're having. That's a really nice crown. <laughs> so she does... Be a shame if something <laughs> happened to it. But she does say that, like, when she entered the room, she felt very uncomfortable to even attempt to look at him. And she kept noticing that out of the corner of her eye that the king would stare at her from time to time. Kind of just maybe secret and silently trying to, you know, poke her a little bit to get her to do something. But besides the point. So on the way out of the meeting, Selena... Kaol and Dorian dump into um, Calton. Yeah, Calton's. 
Caltanes. The picture they have of him on fandom makes him look like Oscar Isaac. <laughs> so they bump, and I said dumped in, but they bumped into Caltane. <laughs> no, dumped in is, is such <laughs> better. a better way to put it. <laughs> so better. <laughs> if you just, know this character, they, it is. They were just like, they were in like a, like a, like a big heavy tire loader in the bucket, <laughs> and then the scoop just fucking dump. Boop. And then they just rolled out like somersaulted <laughs> right into them. Yeah. Right, so into, they... right into cow tails. <laughs> cow they're, su- they're, su- they're such a good snack. Yeah. So they bump into Caltain, which it, um, she, Selena is unimpressed, uh, like unpressed by the girl um, who's clearly after Dorian, but it's clear from both Dorian and K.R. that they're just fed up with her. She's the annoying, basically the annoying little sister in the corner. So Dorian her makes Her last a- name is literally Romper. Yeah. Maybe it's Rompier, but it's it's Romper. Well, Rompier is how they pronounce it. I don't give a fuck. You can make it sound as fancy as you want. It's still <laughs> Romper at the end of the way. That's like that scene from Joe Dirt. Yeah. Yeah, my name's Joe Dirte. Boy, you can't pretty up dirt. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so Dorian makes a show of favoring Selena and enjoys irritating Caltain. Uh, Kale wakes Selena up for the first day of training with the other competitors. She trains with Kale, and he is surprisingly good while she is still tr- struggling after a year in Endovir. The weapons master, Theodos uh, Brulo, enters, enters and the com- competition has officially started. And they all have to I- introduce themselves and most of the men are entertained by Selena's, um, Selena's new identity. Uh, K.O.L. instructs Selena not to show off nor get eliminated, but stay in the middle of, of the pack, basically. So Selena shows off that um, that she is despite, the, like, wait, my, my writing doesn't make sense. It Hold sounds on. like she's essentially Katniss Everdeen. Yeah. To an extent. So they, he told her, With you know. Yeah, he's like, don't make it, don't make yourself look so crazy good that people will target you, but don't look so bad that you get eliminated and get sent back where from where you're from. Stay just good enough that nobody finds you a threat and you're not kicked out. So, Brulo makes them do a long run, and afterwards, Selena is so worn out that she throws up. Now, this is a uh, thing that happens a lot uh, within this book and I find it interesting she every single time she thinks she's being sneaky about it like she gets done this long run the first one and she immediately says oh my gosh like I forgot like something fell off of me when I was doing the run like a piece of jewelry or something she said so she's like I need to go back into the woods right here and go find it and so they're like, okay, you can, since there are still runners, we can see you, so it's fine. So she goes back, goes behind a bush, and instantly throws up so that nobody sees her weakness. So now this next character is very interesting, and I love this character. I'm going to butcher her name. Nehemia? Uh, Nehemia? Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Maybe I can help. Yeah. Nehemia, I, I think, can. is what it is. What letter does it start with? 
N-E-H-E-M-I-A. Oh, they don't even have her in here. So she's this one. Nehemiah, I think is how you pronounce it. Either that or Namia. Namia. That actually sounds correct. Let's go with that. Namia. So anyways, the following morning. This fucking is silent. Yeah. So the following morning, Selena is uh, up before K.O. and has even reached uh, her apartments and already is training. In the afternoon, they take a walk around the castle and stumble upon Calton again, who is showing off, a, uh, showing a new girl around. This is Nemea, uh, who is a Alloway Elway princess who claims to have come to Rifthold to learn their language. Now, Selena speaks in um, Alway, and she learned it from the other slaves in Endovir, and she makes this first lady her friend so they leave behind Calton and uh walk Nemea to her quarter quarters Nemea is loved by her people who are currently uh causing small rebellions due to the king of Adolon trying to seize uh Alwe for his own and now let's keep in mind this is where kind of their f- friendship between the two ladies uh form because Selena speaks Alway, and so nobody else understands the princess, and she sticks close to be the interpreter, basically. And she even asks her, how does she know this language if she's from Bellhaven? And so she's trying to tell her, you know, her, you know, this crazy story about how she went there and visited and, you know, learned from more of the common folk and, and all of this. But because she can't say who she really is and how she knows it. But continuing on. So Selena continues to train with Kaol every morning and she runs further and faster, although she always throws up. With other words, uh, her body is struggling to keep up. The day before the first test, though, Kaol doesn't show up and it turns out one of the competitors, Bill the Eye Eater, has been killed in the night, ripped open. People think it's the result of a drunken brawl, but Selena is suspicious. At the training where Kaol still doesn't show up, Selena makes friends with Knox Owen, a young thief, and shows him how to get a better um, to get better at knife throwing. Kane and Vernon, the worst competitors, continue to make fun of her. In the afternoon, Kaol visits Selena, and they get to know each other a bit more. Turns out that Kaol gave up uh, his title as Lord to come to the court and be captain of the guard, a title that Dorian managed to get him as they are tri- childhood friends. Do you have anything to say? Um, or you want me to keep rolling? No, you're, you're good. There were, uh, Bill the Eye Eater? Yeah, that's what they call him. Did he eat an eye? Uh, I don't I, know. I, I, would I, ass- think... I would assume you would have to eat, eat an, an eye, eye to yeah. get that. Um, I, I don't know what the I uh, was appealing to him outside of like an L or an M or an N-O or P. Mm. Um, even a, a, a G-H or J, you know. I don't know. I, eyes are, are interesting, you know. So, the first... <laughs> Your bucket's in full effect. 
if you're interested, get your beer bucket merch from us. <laughs> so not true. But it will be at the price of forty nine ninety five. Um so I, I feel that we really should get shirts that we just put a bucket on it. Really? A picture big. of this bucket and it just says beer bucket underneath. That'd be hilarious. I would wear that shirt all the I'd time. I do too. Here, I'll figure it out and I'll send you a link. So the first test comes around and it turns out to be archery. Selena has to pretend that she is worse than she is, only to not stand out and not be um, surprised that Kane is obviously the best. The young, excuse me, the youngest competitor, a boy called Pilar, is, uh, does not impress Brillo with his lack of skill in archery, but somehow stays in the competition. He says he is better at potions. During another morning, and that's important, let me just keep out, that this man continues in the competition because he's, he's better at potions. Which, who, what was his name? Pilar. Pilar. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, I thought you said Ned. No. No, <laughs> no, no. That's not close. No. <laughs> so, during another morning run with Kaol, he asks her about her scars, and and she tells him about the brutal time in the salt mines. And she tells him that they're not as, her scars are not as bad as they could have been because she quickly made friends within the salt mines and they would um, basically lotion and lather her back with some of the healing stuff that they were able to get. So it was able to not have as many scars formed. Um, so the following afternoon during practice, one of the competitors, Sven, attempts to run away and the guards shoot him dead on the spot. They've been ordered to shoot to kill if any of them try to escape. Dorian sits in the throne room with his mother at court and you don't really hear about his mother a lot. Um, I kind of look at her like you like you hear about her, but you never really see her in like from her point of view or anything in the book. And I kind of think of her as like, locked away in a in her own thing kind of like that wife that's just drunk all the time or on drugs just to escape her awful husband and the reality of her situation and that she just has the title to be a title you know and not die but that's I mean that could be totally incorrect that's just the thought I got from her even though she is very a very powerful woman sorry the, the world is burning right now in <laughs> <laughs> and my phone is going crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a tanker explosion. <laughs> there was, and here we are. Um, Dorian sits in the throne room with, with his mother at court. He finds it awfully boring, and she keeps nagging him on about getting married. She even suge suggests Calton, although it is generally understood that she has agreement with Lord Parrington, and gives him a list of potential brides. He goes off to find Selena training with, um, how did you say her name? Nim 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 Namia. Namia, thank you. Namia, who turns out to be pretty good with a spear. Dorian doesn't like that the princess is fighting and might be in risk of the incredibly dangerous assassin, Selena. Even though she has loads of guards, but Selena offers for him to fight the princess instead and teach her the art of swordplay. He gives in, and when Kaol walks in and sees this, he's fuming. He takes Selena aside, and they exchange a few insults. Kelton is more getting more and more obsessed with Selena, 
or as she knows her, Lillian. Uh, you know, her hold on Dorian and speaks to Parrington. He dis- also despises Selena too. And Cal- Calton decides to get Selena out of the picture. Kaol warns Dorian not to get too near, like too near Selena. Um, as obvious, he still does not trust her. But bored in her chamber, Selena decides to play the um, piano, which she is rather good at, and gets so into it that she doesn't notice Dorian walking in on her. She is angry when she notices him, and he feels bad when he realizes that she was rather somber when she played. She tells him that she was in mourning the loss of her former lover, Sam. So another test comes along. And this time they have to climb up a castle wall to collect a flag at the top. Kane took the easy route with the help of a rope and everyone is as good, um, is good at following him. Selena, with the help of some tar is choosing a more difficult path on the way. However, Knox is about to fall. He is dangling from a rope that one of the other competitors is trying to cut off. Selena risks her victory by saving Knox's life and almost comes last in the competition only Knox is after her. He is not eliminated, though, as someone else fell off the wall and died. Shortly after the test, another competitor is found dead, ripped apart with his in- um, insides missing. Well, that's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing nothing says Sunday fun day <laughs> like a little climb up a castle wall. Exactly. You know, so. <laughs> so, you know. So Selena takes a walk in the park with Nemea and finds a mark etched on the ground by the clock tower. She has seen she's seen these before and she asks Nemea about it. But the princess claims that she doesn't know why they're there, but tells her to stay away from them as they're called uh, ward marks, word marks, ward marks. Listen there, you stay away from them fucking ward marks, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they will ward you away. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, and I don't see this person. So, whatever. So when, oh, okay. So it's it's an event. I'm sorry, I messed up. So when Sam Hun comes around, it's a festival time of when, the, when they honor the dead. Selena finds out that she's not invited to the party. She's offended, but spends the night in her quarters alone. During this time, she finds a hidden door behind a tapestry next to her bed. Oh, you go through that door, bitch. Wait for this. So she finds it because she felt a breeze through the, like, she saw the tapestry kind of moving. And she was like, but there is no breeze in here. Like, that's weird. And so being curious, she looks behind it. It's a ghost. And noticed, wait for it, noticed that there is a door that she can push open. So, and she like puts her hand up before she opens it and like can feel some of the wind from inside blowing in. So she's like, this has to connect to the outside if there's, or or it has to be more open or windows or something if air is getting in and like moving around. It's not just stagnant. So she sneaks through and goes underground. The passage, one of many, leads out to the sewers, and Selena plays with the idea of escaping, but does resist. She knows that she'll be caught and doesn't want to run for the rest of her life. 
Though this view can be see, can see into the ballroom, though, and she notices that other competitors were invited to the ball, but not her. She sees Kaol leave the ballroom and rushes back to her room in case he, he has gone to find her. Later in the night, Dorian visits her quarters. He finds her asleep on the bed, and Kaol walks in on him, furious to find the prince without guards in the presence of assassin. He throws Dory now, but stays himself, and he gifts Selena with an amethyst ring that was given out at the festivities. Oh, I was expecting him to gift Selena with his, his penis. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is a young adult uh, series, so keep that in mind. Uh, listen, I've gone through enough young adult series where penis has been gifted plenty, plenty of, of times. Time, but it's more fade to black than detail. Anyways, so Selena, but but member, so Selena dreams that she's walked down the passage again, and this time she ends up in another room, not the sewers. In the room, she notices more of these uh, word marks and the sarcophagi of the first queen of um, Adelard. Uh, Her name was Elena Haviard, first prince princess of tar terrison terrison yeah that We're, place that place terrison where selena is actually from and daughter of brandon not brandon brennan so she I was like wait what not you <laughs> i'm ro- i'm royalty <laughs> i didn't know this i always felt powerful and I royal mean, i i know i'm a big deal but i didn't know that i was <laughs> that big, big. Of a deal. oh oh the Giving me the vapors over here. <laughs> so she was also the wife of King Gavin and ha- what also. A basic name. I know. King Gavin. Gavin. Oh, and she was half You're so day. strong. You're missing the best part. Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. So Queen Elena was half fey and can be seen with her slightly pointed ears. Selena also finds the leven- legendary sword. Damaris in Gavin's in Gavin's grip. In the room, she meets Elena or a sort of ghost of her. Elena cannot stay long as she says the eight guardians, gargoyles on the clock tower, are distracted for now, but will be back. Elena says that Selena has come to the competition for a reason, and Selena must destroy all the evil in the castle and win the title of the king's champion. That she understands the people that um, and that Illyria needs her. She gives Selena a piece of metal and gives her a kiss on the forehead and disappears. Selena runs back up to her room and in her hand and finds a gold necklace that she chooses to chooses to wear from the time like from going forward so this was interesting because and i didn't explain it the best when i was like talking about it but this was a dream to her right and she wakes up and she looks over after meeting you know elena in her sleep and being gifted this necklace she wakes up, sees that the door behind the tapestry, you know, because the tapestry is moved. She sees the door is slightly ajar and in her hand is the necklace. The door is ajar? Is ajar, yep. So but it's a door. So how is it ajar? 
I don't know. I know a riddle, but I don't know. No, you said it's a jar. And then I was like, but you said it's a when door. When is a door not a door? When is a door not a door? Mm-hmm. When you got them beads that are hanging down? <laughs> no, it's then, a riddle. When a door a, is not a door, it's a jar. Then it's a curtain. Yeah, anyways. um, So we're kind of continue, But so she thought this was a whole dream. It ends up there was some truth to all of this. So Kayal storms into her quarters in the morning after uh, the morning after and wonder where she's been during the night. Another murder. Uh, the competitor Xavier has taken place. Selena goes down to the tomb again to find out more about Elena, but finds nothing. She asks the guards to escort her to the library and on the way she sees his the guy's dead body. His insides have been pulled out as well as his brain. The murders are clearly a pattern now, now that it's only the com- competitors. Selena takes a walk in the garden with Nemea and the princess reminds her to stay, cl- uh, stay clear of the ward marks when she asks of them again. She describes the recent murders to the princess and they stumble upon Cain and Viren, and Cain makes it clear that he knows very well that Selena isn't called Lillian and that he knows who she really is. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. So a f- few days later, Selena goes to the library again with Kaol in search for answers about the word marks, but can, uh, but can find nothing. She just finds it strange that the that there are she just finds strange theories in something called weird gates. In her apartment, Selena tries to teach herself how to play the billard, which is probably one of the few things she's just not very good at. Dorian, the raving flirt that he is, walks in and offers to teach her, and cheesy, cheesy banter and flirting takes place. Oh, I'll teach you. And it's interesting. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, it's interesting because Dorian knows who she is and knows all these heinous things that she's done but still getting to meet her he's kind of fallen for her to an extent and even though Kaol will not admit it he does find her attractive and find her personality to be just as interesting as Dorian finds her so the next test they have to pair up and spar with each other Normally being teased by Viren, she beats him in the ring and shuts him up, but it doesn't stop Kane from sta- from still taunting her. At a lesson later on, don't, don't you do it, <laughs> he just holds up the <laughs> thing. <laughs> Give theater duster. Thank you. I was like, what is it? Um, <laughs> the <laughs> thing. <laughs> so... At a lesson later on with uh, Kaol, they are told of another murder, and Kaol invites her to tag along to investigate the body. She tells him how she thinks Viren was murdered, slowly and painfully, by something with very sharp claws. She also does find weird marks drawn in blood at the murder scene. At a visit from Dorian in her chambers, they speak of marriage, and Dorian makes it clear that he is very much a man who'd rather marry for love than politics. The banter between these two is amazing. I love the banter that they have. And he wants to know who gave her the ring that she, that Kaol gave her. In the dining hall, though, Kaol has noticed something odd about Parrington. 
he's uh parenton is not concerned about the murders at all and he does seem a little bit distant in the middle of the night selena gets another visit from elena she says that she'll find answers to her uh and remind she'll find answers to her right and reminds her that she needs to win the competition at the test the next day the competitors have to line up the poisons from most dangerous to least dangerous and they have to drink the one that they think is the least dangerous dangerous with antidotes nearby selena sure they're yeah they're like there yeah Uh so no they do have antidotes nearby oh yeah 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 yeah. i'm I'm sure i'm sure no they do wait for it so yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) oh my god so selena struggles between the wine and the water to her right perrin parin however you want to say his name is hinting that the wine is the safest and the water is the most poisonous one. And so this kind of goes back to when he said he's really good at poisons. And so she was thinking about this because she was very stuck between. And then she kind of kept thinking about her conversation with uh, Queen Elena. And she was like, she said, look to my right. My answers will be at the right. What does she mean by that? And of course, to her right was Peron. So she copies what he did. And when she's correct, as he is, Selena remembers that he um, he was on her right and gave the correct answer. Elena had helped her after all. Yeah, because the answer is always right. It's never left. Sometimes I don't like you. <laughs> Anyways, so Selena. Sometimes you got to take them. You got to take them chains up. and You just got to hit them. <laughs> Just drive him to left field. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm blinking on how you said the name again. Namia? Namia? Namia. Okay. So, Selena, or Selena and Namia take a walk around the gardens and end up at the kennels where they meet Dorian. Selena finds a pup that he is planning on putting down, but she makes him a pr- to pr- he makes she makes him promise that he will find the pup a home. On her way back to her room. monster kills a puppy? Well, it was... No, it was fucked up either way. But he said that the puppy wasn't... Um, it was like smaller or something. It was the runt of the litter or something like that. And he, the puppy wasn't also listening to command, like basic, basic commands or anything. So, so it's he li- said... It's literally my parents' dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally my parents' dog. Yeah. Who doesn't listen and was the runt of the litter. Yeah. So because he says... If he doesn't kill the puppy, somebody, one of the other people will, and he wants it to be as humane as possible. Either way, it's fucked up. So he promises her that he will find the puppy at home. On her way back to the room, she runs into Kane. He seems to approach her in a weird way and seems not to be able to breathe. He, she notices that he seems to have become bigger and stronger as the competition has gone on. Mm-hmm. He has a black ring and it's gleaming on his finger, and he takes off down the hall without saying anything. Kelton meets with the Duke Parrington again. She's been smoking opium due to her growing headaches. That's fun. Mm -hmm. She lies and tells the Duke that she has heard rumors of Lillian's impure birth, and she's set on getting rid of this opponent. Opponent. I like it. A poem. Thank you. <laughs> Selena is studying word marks 
word marks when uh, Nemea comes up to her room crying. She has received a letter that the group of Awe rebels have been killed, 500 of them murdered by soldiers. Uh, Selena later discovers that her monthly bleedings periods have been kicked in since she's returned to a normal diet and she's in excruciating pain. Kaol uh, comes in and believes her to be s- simply feeling sick due to the disturbing news of the rebels. He's about to ask her something important when she throws up all over like the ground. It's really disgusting. He feels embarrassed for her and leaves. Dorian comes in instead and plays cards with her. He tells her to call him by his first name. And he also tells her about the masquerade ball that she cannot go to. She wonders if Kaol was about to ask her to join him before he got awkward and left. And what were you laughing at, B? I I have to show you. So our friend Colin just sent me a a picture. Uh, Colin and I played sports growing up. And uh, I found a bunch of like old football pictures of us from, from when we were kids. I mean, like under the age of 10. Mm-hmm. So I sent all the pictures of him to him and his wife. He just sent a picture of me to myself, Danielle, and his wife of me on the wrestling team that the two of us were on circa 2000. Wow. So it is a seven-year-old me. <laughs> I'll show you after the show because you won't be able to continue. Okay, I can le- I can continue now. Okay, great. So Selena takes a walk in the garden with Dorian. Kaol is watching and quite possibly jealous, uh, worried for. But he plays it off as that he's worried for Dorian's safety. He's intrigued by her necklace and says that there is one that looked exactly like that called the Eye of Elena that protected the old queen against the Dark Lord. Selena There's says that... a Dark Lord. I know. Selena f- says that she found it in her jewelry box and Dorian thinks it may be a replica. When Selena uh, reads in the middle of the night, she drops her book and when she goes to grab it, she finds several, several word marks under her bed drawn in chalk she grabs the water and washes it away desperate to find out more information about the marks she sets off to the library now she's nervous she since she doesn't really know about them she's nervous that this means since they were under her bed that she's the next victim so when she gets to the library she finds Nemea reading an advanced book in a common tongue even though she is not to be fluent yet she refuses to tell Selena what it's about, and when she responds, she does it so perfectly in the common tongue without the thick accent that she's had before. Selena is confused and starts to wonder if perhaps Nemea is the person behind the weird marks and the murders. On Yulmas, Selena wakes up to find a bag of candy from Dorian. When he visits her later, he also brings her a gift the puppy from the kennel that she wanted to save. Worried about the Yuma spa and the possibility of Nemea might be plotting something, Selena decides that she will dress up and go to the ball anyways. She joins Kaol and to the temple for Yumas. Both of them fall asleep and the little girl dressed as, as Diana, Diana, goddess of the hunt and maidens, gives Selena... Uh, with a golden arrow 
token that Kaol lets her keep. Um, Phil, uh, Philip, I don't know how to say it. Selena's maid helps her get ready. Yeah, that bitch with the P. Yeah, I'm like, I don't Phil, know how we'll to say her Philomena name. Philomena for right now. Well, it's like Philly Papa, Papi. Papaya. I don't know. We're going to call her papaya. (laughs) (laughs) So Selena's maid helps her get ready for the ball and makes such a fuss about her being late that the guards don't question her and escorts her to the ball. She makes a grand entrance and though Kaol takes her aside, she ends up dancing with Dorian. Kelton, of course, bloody hates this situation. And I did say bloody hates. I thought it, you know. I liked it. Anyways, so Selena realizes that Nemea is not guilty and eventually slips away from the ball. But Dorian beats her to her rooms and goes in with her. And he gives her a good night kiss. With his penis. No! <laughs> just a good night kiss. Oh, so, like, like the one that you got. Ew, stop. <laughs> <laughs> you just talked about a penis. That's gross. Stop. <laughs> So Calton and Duke Parrington walk and start to (laughs) start to scheme a plan of how to get rid of Selena. Selena goes back down the secret passage and finds finds who does she find? Kane drawing all of the word marks and bringing forth a monster called the Ritterac. She fights the monster and ends up in Elena's room where she takes the sword from Galvin's grip and kills the monster. Unfortunately, she has been bitten and just manages to get up to her room before she passes out from the poison. Nemea finds her and cures her with the help of word marks. When she wakes up, she tells Nemea who she really is, and Nemea gives her a name. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he, she gives her a new name, oh. Spirit That cl- uh, Cloud Cannot Be Sorry. Broken. Okay. After a practice with Kaol, he admits that he trusts her more and the more they walk into the king, uh, and mo- he trusts her more and more. On their way back, he walk- they walk into the king who has returned from who knows where. The king won't tell Kaol where he's been or how all of his party has mysteriously died on the journey. At training, Kaol... Or, at training, Selena tells Knox that he should leave. He realizes who she is, and she tells him to leave before he's killed, either in the competition or by the monster. The following morning, he has disappeared. This means that there are only four champions left, just enough for the final final thing. After dinner, Dorian plays chess in Selena's uh, quarters, and she tells him that she saw his father, but it ended up in, ma- in a makeout session. <laughs> yeah. So the finals come around and Calton prefer, uh, prepares to poison Selena. Kane's first duel uh, against Renault and beats him in like three minutes. Selena goes to duel Grave and she is offered Chaos Sword, but Nemea offers her spear so that El- Elwi Wood can beat Adelarn steel and Selena accepts because it's more of a political kind of uh, show. But Wood doesn't beat steel. Wait for it. It does. So but she wanted her to use from her homeland 
to beat the guy who is from here. It's like trying to say that the pen is mightier than the sword. Kind of. The sword can clearly but, cut through the pen. Yeah, but I think it's more of like a, a political statement, you know. Not only did she beat him, but she beat him with a, a spear made from her homeland. Anyways, so she beats Grave in less than two minutes and very dramatically throws a handkerchief for him to, to him for his bloody nose. Without any rest, she goes straight um, into a fight with Kane. But before they are given a drink of wine, obviously her is poisoned with bloodbane. Just as the fight starts, she gets disoriented, and soon the um, hallucinations hallucinations begin. Snow halation. I love that song. <laughs> so Kane beats her up. Slowly but surely, and taunts her with the mentions of her parents' death. He kicks her down, and as she's struggling on the ground, K.O. Um, bends down, puts his hand just next to the chalk line of the ring, and whispers, get up. Dorian is struggling with, his, with this situation, as acknowledging that Selena might be poisoned might also lead to her disqualification. So if he says anything, she's disqualified, and Kane wins anyways. So, Nemea, on the other hand, the fucking badass princess that this woman is, she goes up to the ring and starts tracing weird marks on in the air. Very discreetly, though, so only uh, the, you know, other main characters notice, like Kaol and Dorian. It's kind of like in, in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, when, when he's playing Quidditch and sure. his broom's cursed yes, by, sure. by Professor Quill, and they see Snape chanting Doing. like a like mm-hmm. a like a, a an anti-curse against mm-hmm. it and they're like oh snape's doing, doing it. it yeah so it's quill the whole time yeah spoiler alert so <laughs> she opens up the space between this world and the dead world and the blood bane in selena's body allows her to see it elena enters this in the space between and ward off any of the monsters that kane has called upon she traps Kane in his space as she rides, uh, rids Selena's body of the poison and puts a hand on Selena's forehead. A mark appears there glowing. As she says, stand, Selena gets up despite her main insane amount of inner- injuries and pierces Kane in the side with the steel-tipped head of Nemena's spear. Selena is declared victor, but as Dorian carries her away, Kane turns to stab her in the back. K.O.L. gets there first and dives his sword through Kane, killing him. Kelton is, uh, f- like, fur like, she's angry. Fervently furious. Furious, thank you. <laughs> Accuse, accuses Duke Parrington of not giving her a strong enough dose of bloodbane. Parrington plays innocent and accuses Kelton of poisoning Selena. Dorian sees his father and makes sure that Kaol is not punished for killing Kane. He also makes sure that Duke Parrington will not use Nemea to ward, uh, will not use Nemea to ward of, off the rebels. When Selena wakes up Nemea, uh, t- she tells her what happened at, at the fight. She explains that her whole family knows about the ward marks, but only uses it for good and keeps it a secret. Turns out Kane has brought all of these monsters, um, from the other side and she's been spending all of this time sending them back to where they came from she admits that she came to adelarn to keep an eye on the king and his movements 
But Dorian um, visits her and apologizes for not doing anything to stop Cain at their duel. And at this moment, uh, Nemea also uh, lets the truth come out that the word marks under Selena's bed that she was so worried about that she thought showed she was the next victim was actually protective against her. So she was kind of had a uh, they had a kind of funny moment where she was like basically like bitch you kept you know removing all these marks that i was putting there to protect you but i couldn't let you know that i was protecting you because i had this duty and blah 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 and you were lying whatever so the king speaks to duke parrington about his manipulation on both kane and catlin um somehow parrington has been able to control control kane physically and cat uh calton uh, emotionally but he tells the Duke to stay away from Nemea. Uh, Kaol comes to visit Selena and he apologizes for not coming sooner. She thanks him for killing Kane. It was his first kill. She hugs him, but Dorian walks in on them. Kaol uh, leaves. Um, but as Dorian walks to kiss uh, Selena, she ends their romantic affair. She refuses to be attached to him in a way that when she becomes the king's champion and assassin, um, Compromises she her. doesn't want sorry what it compromises her yeah she doesn't want to she doesn't want to be attached to dorian romantically when she's trying to be this assassin for his dad so kl comes back and tells him uh she tells him that she's ended it with dorian and they toast for her freedom selena uh visits elena in her tomb once more and Elena says history has forgotten a lot about her and that her bloodlines cannot be broken. Selena visits the king to sign her contract and he warns her that if for whatever reason does not return from a mission he sends her on, he will kill her first, then Kaal, or he will kill Kaal first, then Nemea, and then her family. Selena agrees and then signs the contract. And that is my friends, is the end of the first book of Throne of Glass series. Clap, 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 clap. Good job. <laughs> so, good, good job, team. Thank you. I am team. <laughs> this was a light episode. I only drank four beers during it. Well, yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. But it is, I love this book so much. I thought it was really good. Um, and it was just full of action the whole time. And it did have really cool other aspects in it that made it a little bit romantic so if you're a fan of that it was a little bit romantic but without being too forward if you don't like the forwardness of other romances hmm. this one was just perfect enough and i really enjoyed it i'm excited to read the next one excuse me which i'm blanking on what the next one is called midnight no oh Excuse Ew. me. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Disgusting. Crown of Midnight? Crown of Midnight. Thank you. you yeah. Go. So that'll be the second one. And um, there are really cool ways to read this series. You can read it like a romantic way, an, a chronological way. There are like so many ways you can read this series in different orders. And it all makes sense or changes the story based on the way you read it. So I'm excited. If you guys want to read it, please go get a copy now. Sarah J. Moss is a fantastic writer. And she has this series, uh, a Court of Thorns and Roses series, and then also Crescent City series. Now, she has also um, recently told in social media that her three series of this is, does have a possibility of um, a multiverse. 
that all of these mm. series can overlap or um, entangle one way or another. So when you think of something that you're like, oh, this reminds me of the character from this series that she has or this series, right. it might actually be that character that the, mm. the character in this book is seeing or thinking or feeling of. So if you guys love Sarah J. Moss for her Court of um, Thorns and Roses series, I highly suggest you read this one. It is definitely young adult, but do not let that sway you. This one is fantastic, action-packed, and romance. Um, and definitely worth that with the twists and turns, definitely worth the with, worth the read. So, um, yeah, if you want to take it from there. So I am, uh, I am, I'm stuck on what our next book episode should be. Hmm. Um, I am, st- and this, this is what I'm stuck between. Mm, let me help you. I am stuck between the first book in the Towers of Acalia series. Okay. I am stuck between, I want to say, I think we did volume five. Maybe we, did we did volume four if you're talking about solo leveling. I'm th- uh, solo leveling volume five. As well as um, the first book in the False Hero series. Ooh. Do you want me to help you pick? Is that what you were asking? Well, I'm. I'm. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't, would. I don't know. I would say so, solo leveling, but you know that's just me. Well, you are madly, madly in love with Jinwoo. Duh. <laughs> Did. I'm sorry. Did I make you feel like I wasn't for like I can I can level up my love for him. That's fine. You know what's funny is I was on Manga Dex this morning and I was looking at like what is some of the most viewed and and like uh, kept series on there. Solo leveling is the number one series out of the oh, wow. six five to six thousand series that they have on there. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, it's gonna be one of those three. I'm kind of leaning towards the first in the Towers of Acalia. Okay. Because I've been... I've been You've been wa- talking about that I've, for a very long time. I've been waiting to do that been one. waiting for this day. I, I love the Towers of Achilles. Yeah. I think Atlas Kane has done a great job with the yeah. series. I'm really waiting for the seventh book to come out, and I it, it has not yet. It's out in print, but it's not out on Audible yet. Gotcha. Yes. So... Okay. So that was Throne of Glass by Sarah J. Mass. And the Vibestress. <laughs> the Vibestress. So, again, please go. I mean, since she's already talked about a multiverse kind of situation, you guys got to read all the yeah. all of these. They're, I'm, they're I'm, fantastic. I'm looking for, I, I got about a minute and a half into yeah. one of the books I was able to, into, into the book I was able to. So I'm, I'm looking forward. That's what I'm going to start Monday. Mo- mm-hmm. I know Monday I will have, Monday and Tuesday I will have time. Yep. So I'm, no worries. I'm looking forward to getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've 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 got some good episodes coming up. Yep. Um, I know that a lot of you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcast right now. Mm-hmm. If you could, you know, if if you guys also have Spotify, and you are like, shit, I didn't know I could get podcasts on Spotify. We got news for you. May. You don't even have to listen to it on there. No. Just hit the subscribe button on Spotify as well. It's mm-hmm. really going to help us. It's going to help us stay monetized. Yep. Um, we we are really trying to stay monetized right now. Uh, if not, we're going to have to look into possibly a Patreon account. Exactly. <laughs> or and we don't possibly want... donations from y'all. Yeah. And we would like 
we wouldn't want to have to force everybody to you know support and, and to listen to us or anything Correct. like that this is so the, this is the cheapest option for you guys to really yeah. help support us as to keep and help us stay monetized yeah so if you want to support us and you cannot give money or you cannot do anything like that um your listens help and your subscribe you know your um subscribing on spotify is greatly appreciated greatly helps us and we want to keep this free for you and we want to keep it, you know, free for us too. So, right, <laughs> it's so, a I win-win mean, I, scenario. <laughs> honestly, if if multiple subscriptions really do help, I know mm-hmm. I, I haven't I haven't actually listened to one of our podcasts in a while because I have had other things yeah. going on. But I'm subscribed to us on Spotify yeah. and on Apple Podcast and on iHeartRadio and on I'm Audible. Subscribed on everything. <laughs> <laughs> so we love our own stuff we hope you guys love it as much as we do Mm -hmm. um so we've got i think we've got big things coming yep Um, we have special guests coming back we do have special guests coming back that that is coming soon i want to say the 25th 25th do that episode yep 25th it's a saturday make sure i put that on my calendar yes um we also there is the the chance that we could have a new show coming to our channel we'll talk about a branch off of the off the books podcast um if you guys are interested in sports or things like that you can possibly check that out depending on what's coming Mm -hmm. if nothing else i do know that there will be a revival of another show that i am on Mm -hmm. that will be coming if it comes out under the off the books channel Mm -hmm. possibly if it doesn't it's going to be coming out in a different platform um so check it out i will be keeping you guys updated on that and stay tuned for another bullshit episode that's coming out this week yep um, where we will talk about things like Ricky and sure. who is the sexiest president? No. <laughs> no. No. Back when he was attractive, he was saying things like, I don't like gay people, and we don't condone that. We do not. I got too many gay friends for that. Me too. So, if you guys, <laughs> if you guys liked us, if you guys like this episode, uh, Respond to the questions that we put out. We put out a question with every episode. Respond to the question. Let us know what you think. Uh, Shoot us an email at offthebookspodcasts at Mm -hmm. gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. We've we've actually been getting a lot of traction on Facebook recently Mm -hmm. at Off the Books Podcast as well. Follow us on TikTok at Off the Books Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Off the Books Podcast. Um, And if if you're a young indie uh, author... um, Please reach out to us. If you have a book out and, you know, it's on Amazon or, or out in Barnes & Noble and you want us to at least read it or maybe review it, please let us know. Yeah. Send us a link. Yeah, I love getting that stuff. We've, we've had a couple authors reach out to us recently, yep. which has been huge for us because yeah. we're we're hitting, like, I mean, the we're, right actually, people. we're actually having people reach out to us now. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're really excited about that. So yeah. if you guys, you, you know, if you, if you know someone or if you are someone reach out to us mm-hmm. like we're we're just two people just putting this out yeah we love to read and you know i you know he brandon wants to be a, an author or he is but he hasn't published anything yet but 
he he's working towards his goal i'm a published author with my poetry i we understand how hard it is especially as a small um self-publishing author so if you you know if you want to get your stuff out there and you want us to review or at least read your stuff we'd be very happy to send us an email send us a dm Give us your link to your books and you know, a short description of what it is, uh, what it, what it's about, and we would be so honored and and just tickled to get to get that. So yes, finding the time to write and being able to get through that first chapter into the second is a big fucking big fucking bridge that I've I've got to mm-hmm. get through. So yep, um, if you enjoyed it, if you enjoyed the show. Like I always say, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies, tell the kids down the street. Uh, you know that little crier boy <laughs> that's out there on the corner selling papers? Let him know because he'll be like, extra, extra, read all about the Off the Books podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we we are just trying to make a name for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're trying to give you guys good content. So let us know what you think. We really do appreciate the feedback. If there's anything you think we can do better, let yep. us know. Please. So... We love you guys. Thank you for listening. And and once again, as I always say, because I have catchphrases, apparently. We do. We love it. (laughs) Good night. Good morrow. Good morning to all of you fine folks. We love you so much. And thank you for listening. Bye, guys.